Poem seven of the Bush Debate. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Algy Pug. In answer to various bards by Banjo Patterson. An answer to various bards. Well, I've waited mighty patient till they all came rolling in, Mr. Lawson, Mr. Dyson, and others of their kin, with their dreadful dismal stories of the overlander's camp, how his fire is always smoky and his boots are always damp, and they paint it so terrific it would fill one's soul with gloom, but you know they're fond of writing about corpses and the tomb. So, before they curse the bushland, they should let their fancy range, and take something for their livers, and be cheerful for a change. Now, for instance, Mr. Lawson, well, of course, we almost cried at the sorrowful description how his little Arvey died, and we lacrimosed in silence when his father's mate was slain. Then he went and killed the father, and we had to weep again. Ben Duggan and Jack Denver too, he caused them to expire, and he went and cooked the gander of Jack Dunn of Nevertire. So, no doubt, the bush is wretched if you judge it by the groan of the sad and soulful poet with a graveyard of his own. And he spoke in terms prophetic of a revolution's beat, when the world should hear the clamour of those people in the street. But the shearer chaps who started, why, he rounds on them in blame, and he calls them agitators who are living on the game. But I overwrite the bushman. Well, I own without a doubt that I always see a hero in the man from furthest out. I could never contemplate him through an atmosphere of gloom, and a bushman never struck me as a subject for the tomb. If it ain't all golden sunshine where the wattle branches wave, well, it ain't all damp and dismal, and it ain't all lonely grave. And, of course, there's no denying that the bushman's life is rough, but a man can easy stand it if he's built of sterling stuff. Though it's seldom that the drover gets a bed of either down, yet the man who's born a bushman, he gets mighty sick of town, for he's jotting down the figures and he's adding up the bills while his heart is simply aching for a sight of southern hills. Then he hears a wool team passing with a rumble and a lurch, and although the work is pressing, yet it brings him off his perch. For it stirs him like a message from his station friends afar, and he seems to sniff the rangers in the scent of wool and tar, and it takes him back in fancy, half in laughter, half in tears, to a sound of other voices, and a thought of other years, when the wool-shed rang with bustle from the dawning of the day, and the shear-blades were a-clicking to the cry of, Wall away! Then his face was somewhat browner, and his frame was firmer set, and he feels his flabby muscles with a feeling of regret. But the wool-team slowly passes, and his eyes go sadly back to the dusty little table and the papers in the rack, and his thoughts go to the terrace where his sickly children squall, and he thinks there's something healthy in the bush life, after all. But we'll go no more a-droving in the wind or in the sun, 
for our father's hearts have failed us and the droving days are done there's a nasty dash of danger where the long-horned bullock wheels and we like to live in comfort and to get our regular meals and to hang around the townships suits us better you'll agree and a job at washing bottles is the job for such as we let us herd into the cities let us crush and crowd and push till we lose the love of roving and we learn to hate the bush for we'll turn our aspirations to a city life and beer and we'll slip across to england it's a nicer place than here for there's not much risk of hardship where all comforts are in store and the theatres are plenty and the pubs are more and more but that ends it mr lawson and it's time to say good-bye we must agree to differ in all friendship you and i and our personal opinions well they're scarcely worth a rush for the some that like the city and the some that like the bush and there's no one quite contented as i've always heard it said except one favoured person and he turned out to be dead so we'll work out our own salvation with the stoutest hearts we may and if fortune only favours we will take the road some day and go droving down the river neath the sunshine and the stars and then return to sydney and vermilionize the bars the banjo end of in answer to various bards